When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Craig. Uh, man, it's so nice to be back in Ontario. Yeah. We have true. been for a bit, but it's nice to be here. It's it's true. We <laughs> recorded out in uh, Calgary. I was getting used to it. I, li- I like the vibe. There was lots of uh, cowboy hats. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we were in Calgary. I was in the UK. I've been all over the place. Jet setting. Seeing the world, as it were. <laughs> well, that's true. Not you, you. You've been doing a lot. Well, you know, I'm going right to the top. The t- oh, because I, I got a DM on Instagram asking me to mm-hmm. join the Illuminati mm-hmm. and be a part of the ranks. And they said it would bring me great riches and fame. That's the thing. And when you're rich and famous, you don't stay in one place for long. I, well, I I think that I have to. They said there was all kinds of other celebrities that have taken this offer. Oh, like who? Uh, they didn't say they yet. Didn't say you I got to well. I have to, to the... fully sign up. So right, right, right. They don't um, want to give away the secrets for free. Yeah, they're sending me a mm-hmm. million uh, dollars to start, so okay. they need my banking information. Cool. And I did tell them, you know, if this is a scam and you're taking my banking information to take all my money, I don't have that much, and you'll put me in ruins. Mm. So like Egyptian ruins. Yeah, and they said that's okay. We uh, oh. we you can trust us. <laughs> Yeah, of course you can trust the Illuminati. They're they're really known for their trustworthiness and being real. Yeah. So, it, I mean, if you see this podcast, um, either take off or me not on it anymore because I'm far too much busy with yeah, my riches and fame. If you have like uh, the Rich Boy podcast coming out next month, then we know what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I'll be starting my own solo show, the Rich Boy podcast, <laughs> yeah. just uh, counting my money every day. Uh, today on the Rich Boy podcast, I'll be counting $100 bills. <laughs> Every week, it's a different denomination. I mean that that sounds great. It'd be to, pretty good for me, and I and I know who would be my first guest on the Rich Boy Podcast. Oh, it's our guest today, in fact, because we have Canadian comedy legend John Cullen here. Hello, fellow Illuminati. <laughs> oh shit! Am I the only one left out? <laughs> yeah, got they him. had no interest in you. I got a, I got my message about uh, a year and a half ago. Uh, and they've taken all my money, but they're investing <laughs> it for me. Right, right. Several projects that will yield huge dividends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I will control the minds of uh, several people of lesser intelligence. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. they're building me a, a mind crown. Wow, this is giving me a lot of confidence yeah. uh, now to uh, d- to join as well. Oh, I think it's great. I mean. Yeah. I can't. I can't wait to get my crown. Uh, <laughs> in the meantime, I'm struggling financially, but mm-hmm. I have to say it's short-term pain for long-term gain. That's the thing. Yeah, you gotta live through the pain now, so that way you can retire the way you want to, uh, mind controlling a bunch of inferior people. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I my, my whole thing with um, how they come about this, as Sean, you would know, they really uh, boost you up. They said I was of uh, high intelligence, that I uh, looked like I could really take off with uh, their help and everything like that. But really, I mean, if you're offering me this Illuminati position, you really only had to say, hey, dummy, do you like shortcuts? Yeah. And I would have. I want to know how they're determining your intelligence based on your Instagram. (laughs) <laughs> that's what i well to. you know what like one of my last pictures was of us uh, sean included at toronto fan expo so they saw if i'm hanging out with oh that's sean, what it is yeah. i must be pretty smart and my problem is i don't post a lot of pictures of myself on my instagram so they they didn't know it was me i didn't no. even didn't even bother tagging you in that photo no that's... i have a gateway member too. yeah 
the Illuminati. You may get a message soon. You don't know. Oh, well, well, that's good to know. (laughs) I really boosted my confidence there. You know, He's he's been pretty self conscious. Yeah, I've been, since I've I been down in the dumps ever since he got picked to be an Illuminati, and I'm stuck here in Ontario. That's why I was hyping up Ontario so much because I know I'm not leaving here anytime soon. <laughs> Wonderful place. Well, uh, speaking of uh, you know Ontario, it's a big uh, mm-hmm. moment for our uh, city here with uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs in the mm-hmm. uh, playoffs. They made it the second round for the first time in. A let's long how, time. See how this ages. Um, well, we'll see a- because <laughs> we're they're at the brink of elimination right now. But the main reason I'm bringing this up because the last time they won the Stanley Cup, Sean, you were refing the game. Yes, I was. I was two years old, uh, <laughs> and I refed the game. They said, "Can we have a? Is there a toddler who's uh, capable of doing this?" And <laughs> I said, uh, "Yes, yeah." And they gave me a whistle, and I went out on the ice. And um, Dave Keon kicked me in the face. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Yeah. Was so that a penalty I offense? Or? I was sliding around the ice in my diaper. <laughs> so I was in the way, and he kicked me out of the way to go in on a breakaway. But I was stuck to his foot. I clung to his foot. And he yelled at me, and I cried, and then I wet myself, and he wet himself, and it was great. Yeah, man, that's what hockey used to be—crying yeah. and wetting yourself. Yeah. That's right, kicking, kicking babies and peeing your pants. I gotta say, wearing a diaper on the ice has probably got to be nice. When you fall down on your bottom, it doesn't hurt as much, right? Oh, well, little little extra padding. Long games too, so I'm sure the referees uh, today would really yeah. appreciate. We don't know; they might be wearing them already. They have long pant, like, you know, like most diapers are very short. Mm. They have full ankle length diapers. <laughs> so you can really so fill those bad boys. Yeah. yeah. So all the way down. It, yeah. It's like a sweatsuit. <laughs> yeah. They got it cinched at the ankle so nothing leaks out when you're on the ice. Yeah. yeah. Diaper rash on your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> They're but, just creaming up their legs before the match. Yep. A little pseudocream on there. <laughs> Well, for the folks at home, too, they might be saying, uh, Cody, why did you uh, do that joke that was saying that Sean was old enough to be a referee at the last time the Leafs won? But I was actually talking about your refereeing in the Love Guru, that they won the Stanley Cup in that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they did. That was true. I I wasn't absolutely roasting you. No, (laughs) the fictitious win. Yes. But, you know, it's funny about that movie. (laughs) That movie, uh, it was just one of the worst experiences of life. <laughs> I mean, watching it, we felt the same way. So, and I am um, like, they made me. They kept saying to me, "Don't be angry, just yell loud." <laughs> but I'm not angry. I'm yelling loud. Mm-hmm. And they made me do it over and over. And then I went, saw the movie, and they dubbed someone else's voice in for mine. <laughs> it was really, really. Weird worth it <laughs> we're gonna have to watch that scene again worth it actually i don't know if we got there when we watched it actually i think we might have turned it off before that yeah but i mean like in my ideal world that's exactly like the thing that's worth it about it is just like what it is now and what it became over time you know like it's worth being a part of it i think the worst movie ever. <laughs> I mean, Sean, you got to look at it this way. They did the same thing to Pee Wee Herman in his movie, too. So that's true. That's right. No they, respect. They forced him to masturbate at a theater. <laughs> at the opening. I forgot that was dubbed. <laughs> yeah, the masturbation was dubbed. He masturbated, but somebody else moaned. <laughs> wow. Uh, magic yeah uh sean uh looking at i know that uh, the first time you were on but uh we uh talked about a lot of uh your career from uh doing corky and the juice pigs being on Mm -hmm. mad tv and and um of course unnatural acts leading to uh uh the mighty boosh for the people that were in the show too and then you doing the sean cullen show we talked about all of that but you You've done so much more, been a big uh, thing in the voice uh, world for so long as well. Mm. 
<laughs> sure, I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did a show called uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which is the television adaptation. And then I did, um, oh, Rocket Monkeys, which was super fun. And I'm working now on a, we're trying to get this off the ground, but Chris Locke and I are trying to do an animated series of our two characters, Tony and Keith, who are kind of imbeciles. <laughs> and just go on adventures and things yeah. happen to them. So we just recorded, actually. It was a kind of a dream thing. What, what we do is we record their conversations and then we add sound effects and stuff to them to flesh out the stories. And uh, we got my friend Rich Fulcher to be on the show. So the three of us are uh, Tony and Keith go to the gun store and uh, Rich is the gun store owner who's selling us <laughs> guns my favorite gun he offers us is one that's made completely out of dirty popcorn <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun like i just had the best time so uh, we're trying to develop that into an animated series so hopefully it'll go oh amazing i i love that and i, I love uh, the dynamic between you and uh chris we just saw you yeah. at uh comedy bar the other day too we had such a great time uh such a fun show and then of course the albums with tony and keith as well um i i think like i just been like noticing too like it, it just feels like you're um having a lot of like fun at this point of in your career as well mm -hmm. like it, it's well i gotta have fun because i don't have money <laughs> so i'm trying to have fun yeah until that illuminati paycheck finally comes yeah. in well i'm you know sometimes i feel um trepidatious mm -hmm. about whether it's gonna come through for me that's fair that's fair <laughs> but you know i'm positive trying to stay positive yeah, yeah. I, I mean i can't imagine that do you think that's how the Illuminati gets their riches is from taking from the taking from the bottom floor of Toronto? Yeah, the gulls. Yeah, yeah. they take they take from us oh. to get their riches. The morons. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to get it from somewhere. That's all yeah. I got to say. It's a pyramid. Pyramid. <laughs> yep. An eyeball on top. It's it's the perfect. Honestly, their branding is the perfect logo. It really <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, I've been um, yes. Yeah, so uh, talking about all these things and watching you on stage again and everything like that, and just uh, I mean, I've mentioned before. I always say that you're a Canadian comedy legend, but also just uh, a big uh, hero of ours. So we're always excited oh. to have you on the show every time. And you're uh, someone that we really look up to. Uh, so I wanted to say that before we move on to our spookier note here and start talking about ghosts. Okay. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. So, I, oh no. <laughs> I was just haunted there. My jaw was haunted. <laughs> I have for you today because I know that you're not a huge believer in the paranormal and neither is Damien. No, I don't want to talk about it. I'd I like believe it. I want to believe, but there's no clear cut evidence. Yeah, I that's what I say. I say if, if there is a reason to believe, I might, but there isn't. Well, it, some of us don't need a reason, and that's why I signed up for the Illuminati and gave them all my money. <laughs> I guess true. that's true. <laughs> that's probably. There are a lot of Christians in the world, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably why they're leaving me alone. They know I'm too skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. They probably listened to our episode at Toronto Fan Expo where the three of you were pretty stern <laughs> and the audience felt bad for me drowning on believing in ghosts. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they felt as bad for you as you think they Oh, they were <laughs> that was the first time that I think I saw an audience jump up to my defense when I was on stage. <laughs> it's true. You were an idiot and they were <laughs> Leave that poor stupid man alone. <laughs> Leave him to his fantasies. <laughs> People's dreams can be real. That's right. In their own mind. <laughs> the I have the 42 most haunted places. Oh, okay. We're not in going the world. through all of them, are we? We're going through all 42 today. Oh, no, we'll go Jesus. through a couple, but okay. there's 
should last us for the show. It's, for, it's like just for last 42. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. You only want to see two or three of them. Yeah. yeah. But we're going, we're just going to go through like the bottom three of the 42 and we're not getting to the headliners. Oh, no. <laughs> the first one here is uh, Chuk Lagoon from, uh, it's in Micronesia. Chuk, Chuk Lagoon. Yeah. Um, what's even scarier than a haunted graveyard? Probably a haunted graveyard that sits 50 feet underwater. Micronesia's Chuk Lagoon uh, served as a fortified base for the Japanese Navy during World War II, and it was attacked by American forces during three-day strike in 1944. Dozens of warships, planes, tanks, and railroad cars sank to the bottom of the lagoon, where they remain today in what is known as the Ghost Fleet of Chuk Lagoon. So they're like ghost boats? Yeah. Uh, so the like ship that movie ghost ship exactly whoa well the, except they're underwater oh they're underwater yeah. ghosts <laughs> the goat boat ghost boat sounds stupid <laughs> it does sound dumb <laughs> why do we see ghost cars just like driving around well I mean these these are the just the... like slowly honking honk Christine mm-hmm. the, that's true. true that's true the haunted car that's true well that is true yeah. Was it haunted or was it possessed? Does there a difference? Well, there's my mother, the car. Mm. It was an old sitcom in the 50s where a man's mother's uh, ghost occupies his car. Yeah. Okay. So they have funny adventures. Yeah. You you just don't see shows like that anymore. Everything's (laughs) a a family comedy. But we need just being a a talking car in sitcoms today. Yeah. Well, they they had their fill in the 80s. I think everyone got sick of it. And then, you know, with the rise of electric vehicles, people don't want a, a, you know, an electric car talking at them, do they? Yeah. It makes more sense now. It's so AI. I guess that's true. Yeah. But now it's not. You already have that. Right. Now turn left. Don't go in there. Don't your pants. Yeah. I mean, if anything's going to get haunted, I think the nav system is the one that's going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that could cause the most damage to you. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes. It would take you then. The haunted uh, navigation system would then take you to a more haunted place. Yeah. Do you think that you know, they have Google Maps? Do you think that they should make an app that shows you the nearest bathroom called Google Craps? There's definitely that. <laughs> that just is existing. It takes you to scarier and scarier places. Oh. And it's Google Maps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or it um it's a, you can play spelling games with your friends and it's called Boggle Maps. <laughs> oh. But I know it takes you to g- discotheque after discotheque and it's called Boogie Maps. <laughs> Or it, uh, to seal your bottle drink, they're called bottle caps. Wow. Wow. Man, they should invent that. Yeah. Well, I know what would be on Google Maps. Yeah. Juke Lagoon. Juke Lagoon. Isn't that <laughs> what uh, Jeff Bridges says in True uh... <laughs> <laughs> Grit? In True Grit. Juke Lagoon. Juke Lagoon. <laughs> Something like that. Rooster yeah. Cogburn. <laughs> Uh, the ship graveyard is immensely popular with scuba divers. Okay. Uh, one of the best wreck diving destinations on the planet. Underwater explorers can swim up close to wartime vessels, which are littered with weapons, gas masks, and according to some, a few waterlogged ghosts. Mm. So underwater ghosts. Do you ever feel that uh, scuba divers are a little insane? <laughs> What it just like what are they running from? <laughs> well, they're exploring. Oh, okay. It seems yeah. like they do very dangerous stuff with very little payoff. <laughs> True. That's just me. Well, I don't know. I don't want to go into the water underneath. Neither do I. I that, that's that's why it's even scarier to me to then like go underwater is scary enough, but if you saw a ghost underwater, then You'd go, (laughs) take off my scuba gear and drown. I'm more, I'm more worried about like the real dangers of being underwater, like big, like animals, and then like getting caught in like underwater caves or like running out of air, any of that stuff. 
That's way worse to me. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's Day is coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine. Right. you know. And the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while... Uh, doing planning and do, and putting things together that really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly, yeah. Just open up your Open uh, it up laptop. and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com slash Spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Today. So I noticed, uh, Damien, you said you were scared of the underwater creatures. Well, I'm just saying there's a bunch of things before ghosts that I would not enjoy about scuba diving. I'm, are you implying that you believe in Loch Ness Monster, but not ghosts? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's enough scary crap down there without there being monsters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I know because I actually don't. Uh, the unfathomable deep. I don't swim in the uh, like open water like that anymore because when I was a kid, I stepped on a dead fish. So mm. now I'll only do pools. So that's why you believe in ghosts because the dead fish is haunting you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you go to the grocery store and you see them all there on the ice, do you get scared? Mm-hmm. Wow. They're dead well, eyes staring at I, you. I was scared. I stepped on it mm-hmm. and that was exactly the like. Uh, Were you afraid what you it killed needed. it? I revived it. Oh, I gave it like the. You know, CPR, yeah. right? With that step, and then it pulled my trunks off, and, and then that song uh, "Kickstart My Heart" started playing. <laughs> yeah, and then it molested you. Yeah, right. it was like that movie Splash. It was embarrassing because it was a really tiny fish, and it really <laughs> got me good. <laughs> <laughs> Just pulled down your swim trunks and spanked your little bottom raw. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> wow. And that's why I don't go to the beach. Oh, exactly. Shall we look at one more haunted place? I suppose one more would, would be okay. <laughs> uh, St. George's Church in the Czech Republic. Mm. Oh. Really haunted. And if, if you uh, see the image it gives you, it's in the church, but everyone's wearing sheets over their heads. Oh, that's... Mm, okay. <laughs> Obviously, they're either... Um... <laughs> Either chambermaids or at a hotel or their ghosts, one mm. or the other. Or racists. Uh-huh. Could be. <laughs> or racist ghosts or racist Ray- chambermaids. You never know. The Surely ghosts... they don't have that in the Czech Republic. The I think ghosts... they do. <laughs> the ghosts of racist chambermaids. <laughs> That's, well, that'll be the books. title. I was going to say, title of my memoir. <laughs> Originally built in 1352, St. George's Church, 
boasts quite a history. The building was nearly destroyed by fires many times over centuries, and its roof partially collapsed during a funeral service in 1968. After the event, the congregation became convinced the church was haunted and refused to enter. As a result, the building was stripped by robbers and fell prey to vandalism. Jeez, that seems extreme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where's the ghost? Well, they uh, just lit on the roof collapsed, so that was the ghost. So the roof fell down because of, you know, disrepair. Seven hundred years old. <laughs> like what? So it's obviously haunted. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. I like they didn't go in for their stuff after because they said it was too haunted. So it was robbers that just <laughs> took everything. Robbers aren't afraid of ghosts, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid of the law. They're not afraid of uh, the paranormal either. No. I mean, you have to, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, a, a, a robber obviously wouldn't think about that when entering a house. Any kind of uh, home invasion I can think of. They right. weren't thinking about being haunted or getting possessed. Yeah, are there many like movies where a robber comes in and then gets attacked by the ghosts in the house? Beetlejuice. But they're not robbers. Yeah. They, well, they kind they technically own the house at that point in that yeah. one. So, but I understand they are kind of like trying to usurp the place. Seems it seems like a pretty open idea for the three of us right now. So yeah, we're not to ro- robbers being attacked by uh, ghosts. Well, yeah. Attack. I think there's also like it would be uh, a cool uh, movie to see not only robbers but maybe like a whole police team go into a haunted house right. looking for somebody and they all get what about destroyed by what ghosts? about santa claus being attacked by ghosts in a house that he visits we got a franchise uh technically the pirates of the caribbean black, uh, curse of the black pearl mm-hmm. is about thieves stealing gold and then being possessed by the gold okay that's fair fair enough yeah. all right but we need to reimagine that in a modern context. Yeah, modern, uh, modern pirates of the uh, Canadian. That's Hollywood one hundred and one. Modernize it. Yeah, Bob Schneider, Paulie Shore, <laughs> hapless burglars. They do one last job, <laughs> and it happens to be on a haunted Czech church in Prague. <laughs> I love this pitch. I think I think it might have been made like 20 years ago, but it would have been funnier if it's made right now. Okay. <laughs> I although I I Polly Shore is on the up and up. Is he? Uh right now, I think. Oh. I <laughs> here's the thing. Here's another imagine mm-hmm. home alone, only the kid is dead. Mm. Oh, the whole time. Yeah. He was dead the whole time. Oh. He was left behind because they don't even see him anymore because he's a ghost. That's like some Sixth Sense shit there. Yeah, it's like Sixth Sense meets Casper meets Home Alone. Yeah. And, huh? and then that brings in the robbers getting attacked by the ghost, and they don't know what's happening because they can't see him. If if you add that he also has a ghost uncle that farts a lot, then I'm in. Yeah. Yes. And uh, <laughs> A morbidly obese uncle, I guess, <laughs> who's also a ghost. <laughs> I don't know. I um, I I did uh, stumble across this Polly Shore video that he's been doing prank videos on oh. TikTok and YouTube Shorts now. Mm-hmm. But his pranks is that he comes up to people and goes, "Hey, were you the one that uh, asked for a picture back there? I'm I'm willing to give you the picture with me now." Or he'll be like, "Hey, do you want my autograph?" And they all like say no. <laughs> trying to get away from him. It's pretty good. It's sad too. That's what it's even better about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best comebacks make you feel sad for the person. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think that really really shows that you're you're on the right track when everyone is just disappointed to see you. <laughs> I'm sorry for you. hey i mean i guess all publicity is good publicity but wow good for good for polly (laughs) show hitler said that (laughs) (laughs) true chairman of the board too i can't wait for that yeah did they make a chairman of the board too and i missed it i don't think they did 
That was, isn't that with uh, Carrot Top? That's Carrot Top. Oh, that is Carrot Top. But I'm saying they could do it with Polly Shore this time. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be an upgrade. Slightly. <laughs> they don't often make straight-to-DVD sequels that are <laughs> improvements of the previous star. Just saying. New term. New chairman. I don't know what's going on anymore. Well, on that note, we got our own story oh, to tell. Okay. We all drew positions beforehand. Um, I drew the celebrity. Mm-hmm. So I go to a random celebrity generator. It gives me four options. I'll have to appear as that celebrity at some point during the story. I got Serena Williams, Meryl Streep, Pablo Picasso, and Emerald Lagrassi. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, I think uh, Picasso is kind of where you... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I drew the swing. No responsibility. Uh, nothing to do. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then that means that, Sean, you drew the narrator. So for that, we're going to go to canigeta.com to get a location, a relationship, or a word in order to get the story started. So what would you like today? Me? Yeah, you. Just one word I have to say? You can choose a location, a relationship, or a word. Which one would you oh, like? I will take... Let's take a word. Word. Waste. Waste. W-A-I-S-T. Oh. W-A-I-S-T. Like a waistline. Oh, weird. It must have heard us talking about that farting uncle. Must have. (laughs) Many years ago, this story took place. My father ran a belt factory. In Ohio. But little did we know that it was built on an ancient Mohawk burial ground. And every belt we made in that factory was haunted by the ghost of an ancient Mohawk warrior. Honey, have you seen my belt? My pants keep falling down. Yes, it's a whole factory, in fact. So just look at any one of these barrels and you can take whichever one you want. Oh, okay. I I didn't want to presume. I was just trying to keep my pants up. You think we can sell that many belts? Um, I'm sorry. I've just had a rough day. No, it's it's fine. It's okay. Listen. uh, Hey, you punks. What are you doing? Oh, I want um, you to get to work and do your job. We've got so many belts here. You listen, we got to make a lot of belts. You know how many people need their pants to stay up? This place was founded by my uncle, Winnie Snabs. And this place, Waste Not, Want Not, is one of the most important belt centers in this country. I need you boys to get focused. And you especially, ma'am, because you're not a boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry, boss. I'll get back to the belts here. My, my wife, was her, her trousers were just falling down. Yeah, absolutely correct. My pants just keep falling down. And I, you're right. We are in the belt belt where belts are the most important thing here. We're the waistline of America here. And we got to we got to keep it keep it going up. And keep them from going down, right? Exactly. No disrespect to your uncle, of no, course. No, if he liked uncle. pants up and down. Or he might like them both ways. Just we don't up. Know. No I judgment. Don't know. Did he just want them up? Maybe he wanted them so far up, you know? My uncle, mm-hmm. he was the man who invented the hole in the belt. Before then, people just tied belts around themselves. Like the hole that your legs go through? No. <laughs> oh, just that's the pants. <laughs> That's a good point. But no, the holes that just stick through the belt to stick the thingy through, uh, there's technical terms I I don't want to know about. You know about the holes you stick the thingy through, honey, don't you? Don't embarrass me in front of the boss, please. Well, my pants are already down, so. Listen, listen, boss. We can't get fired. Well, I, boss, oh, sorry, boss. I, I know that you're an expert on this, You uh, that your uncle created these holes. So I had a, an important question about you know, the belt I'm actually wearing now. Mm. Uh, what I noticed with these holes is that every time I do my pants up, it slowly rips away and each hole just rips further and further. Is, is it my belt too small or am I supposed to have it this tight? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Where did you get that belt? Oh, this uh I just I just took it out of one of the belt barrels. That belt is the belt of darkness. It killed my uncle. Cut him in half. Should I take it off then? I'm getting really freaked out here. Can't take it off. Once you put it on, it stays on forever. You mean you can't oh. take your pants off? No, it's on Honey. What? <laughs> Why are you disappointed now? I'm your wife. What do you think? Well, aren't you more worried about me getting cut in half by this thing? I guess, but you look so good with that hourglass figure. Oh, my God. Did your uncle ever figure out a way or anything like that? Was his dying breath some kind of solution? Or am I just running in blind here? Because I'm not a guy that figures things out. I've never figured anything out in my life. He never has. That's why I'm his wife, to figure this stuff out for him. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yes. Oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention there. What? Yeah, oh, right. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he said the only way to get, to solve the curse of the belt of darkness is to to just pull your own legs through your mouth. You have to do an inside outer. But then wouldn't I permanently be inside out for the rest of my life? Wait a minute. How did your uncle know this and then not do this for himself? He left it too late. He only got one leg in, and he was cut. What makes sense? Yeah, if you figure that out, you would need a, a little bit of time to mentally prepare as well. If you're going to put your all right, honey, open. Okay, I'm going to start pushing your legs up through your body cavity, and you just work on regurgitating them through your mouth. Okay. Okay, but make sure that you don't just push my knees up to my stomach because oh, then I'll just oh, start uh, farting like a baby. Okay. <laughs> all right. Ready? One, two, three. Uh, oh, yeah, I told you not to push, <laughs> push my knees up to my stomach. I don't know what you want me to do. Like, what else am I supposed to do here? You need to suck them in. Suck them in. Okay, there we go. That's one in. Okay, here, okay. here comes the other one. <laughs> yep, they're coming out of my... Oh! Yep. Oh, I have to be honest with you. Yeah. I'm inside out now, boss. And my shorts are just still done up, but inside my body with the yeah, belt. Boss, honestly, can I go home? I had like that was really gross to watch. And I just don't think I can deal with this anymore. Well, all right. But the first, why don't you wrap him in some very linty felt? I can't do. That sounds really Oh, ow, it actually stings a lot. No, that that means the asbestos is working. <laughs> oh, it's having an easier time getting to my lungs. Yeah, because they're on the outside. Here, try this fiberglass pink insulation. Rub it on. Get it in there. You know, it's like when you put peroxide on a cut, the stinging means it's working. Oh, you're just cutting open my insides they're out how do you feel honey oh wait a minute oh dang he's dead so dramatic honey honey and young oh. carl wilson died inside out that day lying on the floor of the belt factory little did they know the deep inside him, a belt was festering, waiting for a chance to get its revenge. You oh. the power of this one. Okay, just talking belt here ready to come out of his mouth and get back onto somebody else's waist i just have to find the perfect waist mm. Mm. there's one ooh look at that guy painting over there yes i would love to get on his waist <laughs> and so the belt 
crawled out of the rippling inside-out rectum of his last victim, past his weeping wife, and towards the lonely mural painter <laughs> who was painting a mural of the history of the belt in Western society, <laughs> on the side of the factory. So I was saying, uh, I drew these ones the, back in the old days. People, they just had the pants around their ankles and they just had to deal with it. And then uh, along came the belt, as we call it now. It used to be called the Keeper Uppers. And then uh, that cop kept them from going down. So that's why I drove that. And then this guy over here, you see, because his, his Johnson sticking out. And his butt crack and everything is just hanging out there. You've this done part... a terrible job here. What? You think you can explain the painting to me? Yeah, I just... Castle. I just... I just... That's right. You think you can explain the painting to me? What? Talking about belts and everything like that. That's what I... It's about heart. It's about feeling. It's about painting. No, it's about, it's about keeping your pants up. Oh, my God. At that moment, the belt slunk across the ground and crawled up the pant leg of Pablo Picasso, the most prolific artist in any medium in the 20th century. Oh, ooh, this is actually perfect now. Okay, I don't need you to hold up my pants anymore. It seemed to have fixed itself. Well, I thought you wanted me here to explain how belts work. So for the painting, it would be better. I don't need to know how belts work to do a painting about belts. Well, I mean, I know what the belt looks like. I can look around me. You think I need your history, this rich history of belts? I'm saying you can you can you know what a car looks like, but it's better if you know how it works. I mean, do you think I need to know how to drive a car, to paint a car? To paint it driving good, maybe. That, no, no, no. Then you gotta have a guy on the top with a steering wheel on his on his feet. Here's what I'm thinking. We what? just have, I paint a bunch of naked men up on the wall, and uh -huh. I wrap belts around their wieners and stick them straight up, and then you have your mural. Ask the boss, does he like it? Uh there's some David Carradine stuff that I don't think is quite the same as what. No, you're not wrapping the belt around the neck. You're wrapping it around the wiener. The neck of the wiener. That's what he did. He hung his wiener and died. <laughs> no, he, I think he was more of a suffocation thing. What? <laughs> this is the boss is going to love it. And if he doesn't love it, then he can go your idea of a, okay, painting a, a story on the wall. Listen, you're going to have to put some really like holes at the wrong end of the belt in order to cinch it around your ding dong. You know, I disrespect you and I don't like you. <laughs> well, I noticed that right from the beginning. And the belt began to tighten around the waist of Pablo Picasso. Oh, Okay. What's the matter? Diarrhea? No, it's just getting a little bit tight on the pants. Are you yanking back there? I'm not yanking nothing. You were yanking me around. Treat me like some kind of jackass. Would you quit spitting on me? You deserve it. It's fucking bullshit, man. I'm just trying to talk about pants and up and down. Uh, you know, some history lessons. Up and down. Who cares? You wrap it around your wiener. It looks good That's on a belt. That's not painting. what belts are usually used for. I guess you could put little trousers on your trouser guy. No, no, no. Your ideas are bad. I hate them. But I'm what? just having a hard time breathing here. Oh, can you just paint my vision for a little bit with oh, me and okay. then I'll you disrespect me and now you want me to be your stand-in artist well I'll, it seems like kind of a raw deal on my part you I'll know paint over wait your a minute you know what I'm gonna disrespect after. you oh you spin on Pablo Picasso yeah Pablo Picasso can kiss my ass oh my god I spread my cheeks you can kiss the hole too <laughs> holy shit now Saying. I'm starting to finally respect you. Good. Right on my butthole. God. Okay, we are getting off nicely now. Uh, are we getting off nicely? I don't know if I am. Well, I I feel happy. You you do this while I struggle to breathe, please. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Okay. And if you make mistakes, I'll just paint over it. Don't worry. All right. Nah, yeah, that's how all the great artists did it. They just painted over 
Poor artist work. Okay. Yeah, I'm like a, 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 the be- inker on a comic book. An inker on a comic Okay, you want me to do all the black and whites? You do the colors? Well, we'll see. I okay. mean, we'll see how you do. I, all right. I No one paints a uh, Johnson like Pablo Picasso, but we'll see how you do. I got to say, this painting is mostly Johnson's. Mm-hmm. They're like yeah. coming at you. You know, like you know, like that old video where the train's coming in through the tunnel right at you and it scares you. That's what this painting's like. Sorry, it was hard to listen to you because it was boring me, but also the breathing thing. Right. Right. Are you okay? No, I'm kind of just keeling over here. Right. I've asked you multiple times to paint to talk to the boss, too. No, you didn't. You said you told me to paint. Well, I wanted his opinion. You, on you want me to go get the boss? I'll go get the boss. Jesus hey, Christ. This before you Pablo go, guy. give me your face. Give me your face. There you go. Talk All right. Oh, here, you know what? Yeah, before I go, I'm gonna give you my my ass. Come on, kiss it, kiss no, it. That one, I'm keeled over. Kiss it. Come on. Kiss oh. my kiss my ass. Come on. <laughs> I'm not getting the bottle oh. until you do. Pablo Picasso, right. the greatest artist of the 20th century, lovingly kissed the anus of the young felt <laughs> aficionado. Yes, the young Andy Warhol, <laughs> who, with great inspiration from the spittle of the master, became a great artist himself. But still, the belt tightened. Please, what do I do? I bet you're really feeling the squeeze, huh, Picasso? Are you talking to me, belt? No. I'm not talking to you. No, you can't. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm talking to you. I'm just fucking with you. Oh, what do you... you really feeling the squeeze, huh, Picasso? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yeah, what yeah. do you possibly want? Come in here painting all this shit, getting all kinds of money for what? Painting. You know, yeah, exactly, painting. What do you do? You paint shit on a wall. No, I paint. What do I do? I kill people and keep pants up. Okay, so you want me to call you an artist for killing people? Yes! That's all I ever wanted. Respect. Just like that guy whose asshole you kissed. Well, yes, it takes a lot for me to respect someone to the point of kissing their asshole. I want you to kiss my belt hole now. The belt hole. That's right. That's my my asshole. Well, if you are so tight on me, how am I supposed to bend over and kiss your belt hole? That's for you to figure out. Wouldn't you have to get off of me for a second? I'm not getting off on you. Well, I mean, if you want to, you know, have a kiss on the belt hole, then I'm not a flexible man. Picasso, you know, I I am notably not flexible. My parents tried to get me to do the splits once and I tore my anus for life. Wait a minute. Let me look that up. I'm going to look that up right now. Wikipedia. Pablo Picasso. (laughs) Flexibility. Wait a minute. It says here you are one of them freak circus performers. You did the bendy backs and the upsy downsies. Oh, okay. You're all right. Fuck tricks. with me, Picasso. Now you have to kiss both my belt holes. Oh, both your belt holes. Here, just as you can. Oh, you're too tight. If you just loosen up a, a little bit. That's such a lame excuse. <laughs> I barely have any airwaves here. If you just loosen up a little bit, I'll kill your belt holes. You're going to die if you don't kiss my belt holes, Picasso. <laughs> I'm going to You're going to fucking die. I'm going to die regardless if you just don't even let up for a second. I can't do it. I can't do it. You know how much humility it takes for Pablo Picasso to say he can't do something? Hey, Picasso, do me a favor. See over there? Yes. There's a hidden camera. You see over there? There's another hidden camera. Oh, my God. You're on belt squeezers. Oh, my God. I hate this fucking show. I never wanted to be on this fucking Uh, show. Hey, Picasso, you just figured out you're on belt squeezers? Uh, Yes, apparently I'm on belt squeezers. Oh, man, that's why you don't come to Ohio and, like, badmouth the belts. Oh, you're behind this, too. Well, I mean, I was in on it, yeah. Oh, my God, you get... Me, of all people, on belt squeezers. Hey, boss, come on out here. He found out he's on belt squeezers. What Hi, network is this? 
I can't believe it. You totally didn't even understand you were on belt squeezes. No, <laughs> moron is Pablo Picasso. Man, what a big idiot. What network is this on? <laughs> it's on the CW. No, no it's no. a co-production with Oprah's network. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we got uh, last week, we got uh, Rodin, the uh, French sculptor. He, he fell for it, too. Yeah, he was much more, uh, you know, nice a guy, though. I guess I felt bad about squeezing him. I guess we're easy targets because we expect so much more for our lives than being on build squeezers. <laughs> and so Pablo Picasso humiliated beyond endurance took off the belt gave it to the host of belt squeezers Dave Misnick and vowed from that moment on that he would destroy every belt he ever saw. Spooked. <laughs> wow. Belt squeezers. That was a scary story. And you know, the thing about belt squeezers is they genuinely turned a guy inside out at the start. Yeah. <laughs> he did that to himself. Oh, right. <laughs> he did that to himself, to be fair. Yeah. You never well, know how someone reacts at a prank show. Well, you know, it's a reality show, but he basically they committed murder. <laughs> no, it was more of a, you know, self-inflicted, to be fair. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> the host seemed to have also given him the idea. True. Yeah. So he wanted him to. And they you know, made... whatever gets ratings these days, though, right? Yeah. And I guess what gets ratings these days is Picasso kissing someone's asshole. <laughs> Castle. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Admittedly, a scary story, though, nonetheless. <laughs> the state of TV yeah. today, yeah. Very scary. Yeah. Oh, boy, I'm not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> oh, Sean, where can everybody follow you? We can follow me at uh, Mr. Sean Cullen on Twitter. Follow me at Sean Cullen is my name on uh, Instagram. And uh, you can follow me at babieslikecats.com. <laughs> Amazing. We'll be sharing that on the Spook yeah. Podcast, uh, at Spook Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, as well as go to thesonarnetwork.com. You can see a full profile mm -hmm. on Sean with direct links to his social medias. As well, go to the Sonar shop. You can get a spooked shirt, whether you believe in ghosts or don't believe in ghosts. We have. Yeah, a shirt you can for check you. out our uh, spooked Instagram. You can see some of those bad boys in the wild. Oh, yeah. And I think we have a new uh, the Sonar Network uh, forced us into a photo shoot wearing them. Uh Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gross. I don't want to look at that. <laughs> OK, well, we'll blur the shirts out for you, Sean. Too <laughs> spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.